What's good, people? It's your boy S. Foster back for another episode of 28 Minutes or Less. And this is episode 108 of the podcast. And it's been a long time coming for two things. Number one, for my annual top 10 list of uh, this year is going to be mainly hip hop albums of the year 2022. But at the same time, I've not had a guest and I don't know how long. And this person ain't even a guest. You know what I'm saying? This is fam, the person I do the viewers anonymous with. He came on with me last year to do this, and he's coming on this year to do it with me, man. My guy Scoots Bronson, man. How's you feeling, man? Man, I'm feeling great, man. Um, this was uh this was tough as hell to do this year, man, because you know, <laughs> I'm a I'm real picky about music, man. So you know what I'm saying? It's, I couldn't find ten of them things, man. It, it was actually depressing a little bit. Like I'm sitting there going through the list. I'm going through my Apple Music, my Spotify. I had to search my sister's title. I'm like, bro, I can't find nothing, man. But, you know, um, I, I did come up with an honorable mention. So, you know what I'm saying? I, I got a little bit of something, man. Hey, I ain't mad at you, man. It's like, it's been, when it comes to music, man, like, this is, my lists are always biased, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think everybody's kind of is anyway but like for me it's just like whatever really like catches my ear yeah and a lot of the time just stick with it so like when when i come up when i come up with a list it's more of like okay this is just really the music that i fuck with this year like i don't listen to every album that come out and be like oh well you know i, I i'm gonna pick like i'm not like yo siri is just talking to me, dude. Like, I don't know why this chick keep talking to me. But, like, I didn't listen to, like, 50 albums and I'm, I'm giving mm-hmm. you 10. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mainly really only, you know what I'm saying, fuck with the people that I really fuck with. And yeah. it just, like, and I come up with my list that way. So, I mean, don't feel bad, man. Like, it's I think that this year of music, I guess we just gonna have to see, man, once, once I really, really get into it. But, man. Don't feel bad, man. It, but you know what? It is. It it can be depressing to a certain degree mm-hmm. because we were just speaking before we started. Like for me, R and B wise, it wasn't really nothing that really stood out to me. Now, okay, there was one album, and the weird thing about it, it wasn't even really like if you listen to the album, it wasn't mm-hmm. really a R and B album. She really kind of draped this shit up. But oh, okay, who I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? The legend, the queen. Mary J dropped the album like back in like January or February. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was the name? Uh, uh, Hello Beautiful. No, Hello Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And when you listen to it, Mary rapping on it. Like, man, she, she, didn't, she done did that a couple times though, man. Yeah, but I'm talking about this was like almost like the whole project. Oh, like, really? Yeah, like she did okay. a lot. And I seen that she got um, she got nominated for a Grammy this year. Um, nice. but you know, I don't really, I don't really care nothing about all that, but right. it was just nice to see that, you know what I'm saying? A legend like her who has been dropping albums since, you know what I'm saying? The early nineties and she still get recognition for her work because mm-hmm. like Mary, she opened up the door for so much shit mm-hmm. and like, she is like the main person when it comes to, you know what I'm saying? A rap dude wanting like a R&B hook. Like she yeah. she was the go the go to like for me she was really like in my eyes like you more of a music guy than I am but like to me she was like that that 
monumental person that bridged the gap between rap and R&B music. Yeah, remember they was calling her the, uh, the, the queen of hip-hop and R&B for a minute. Yeah. Because, that's like... When, that's when it was put together for a minute. Yeah. And, and then, like, since we're talking Grammys, like, you know, her and, you know what I'm saying, Meth, they want they won that Grammy for uh, you all yep. I need. So I always yep. got a shout out to her. But uh, she's one of my honorable mentions. I will say that. Like I thought it was I thought it was a good album. I really never like went back to it, back to it. Like mm-hmm. for me, it's like it's like a good project. Like there was maybe one or two songs that stood out, but it really was just like a complete album. Like to me, it wasn't no hits on it. That's right. why I didn't really, you know what I'm saying? But not it wasn't a bad album, it just nothing really like stood out, stood out. Yeah. But um, so I'm gonna get into some things. I'm gonna throw some stuff at you. Like I don't know if you heard any any of this stuff yet, but um, but since you got your five, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into some stuff. So yeah, I got an honorable mention too, though. I got an honorable mention too. Okay, cool, cool. So one of my honorable mentions that I got down, um, it almost made the list, and then I don't know how I forgot about this one album, and mm-hmm. I had to bump it out, but I. It surprised me, and the reason I even listened to the album was because I was listening to a podcast, and they was talking about it, and I was like, you know what? Let me give it a shot, and I love the album title. This album was a... I think by saying this, I don't think it would be disrespect, but I think that it was a watered-down Drake album, Right? <laughs> Jack Harlow, come home. The kids miss you. Like, oh wow! What I mean by watered down Drake is because he flow like Drake. The album sounds like Drake, mm-hmm. but it ain't Drake. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's why right. I said it's a watered down Drake album because it's like it's not a bad album. Like I said, it almost made my ten, but it mm-hmm. was just the fact that like I'm listening to it. And I'm like, because, and another reason I want to check out, because, I mean, you know, they play what's the name? Everywhere. Uh, fuck it. Uh, first Class. Uh, like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, First Class was everywhere. And I'm like, man, let me check that. You know what? This is what made me listen to the album. The, um, the song that he got with Drake. Mm-hmm. I forget what the hell is name of it. Uh, something Churchill. It's something Churchill. And they yeah. were talking about Drake verse on there. So I was like, man, let me check. Oh, let me check this album out. It was alright. It was like, I okay. ain't gonna lie. It it was it was a pretty good album. But like I said, I I don't mean that with no disrespect. Like Jack Harlow is, I mean, he's really a good rapper, but he ain't Drake. But the album sounds like a watered down Drake album. So uh, shout out to Jack Harlow for that. Another album. I don't know if you heard this, but I'm a huge Jim Jones guy. Jim Jones is on my uh, honorable mention twice. Jim Jones mm-hmm. had a busy year, and he out here doing the weather, man. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to yeah. follow him on Instagram. That shit is hilarious. Right. <laughs> I love Jim Jones. Jim Jones is one of my like favorite rappers as like, a person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, I'm not a huge... like I love Rick Ross music, but I don't think that I would like Rick Ross in person. Like I don't know if I want to hang out with Rick Ross. I don't know, man. I don't know, I would. Man. I, I kind of felt the same way until I just recently seen that video where he said, accusations. <laughs> Accusation. That made that that kind of made me change my mind just a little bit, bro. Man, I just it, it, he just don't seem like a person I can hang out with. But Jim Jones, 
that dude, that dude seemed like he's just a real cool dude. So I mentioned him first. Um, he did a, a mixtape with uh DJ Drama. We set the trends. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the song that he did with uh the Migos. We the song's actually called "We Set the Trends." Mm-hmm. That shit was fire. Um, so uh, so shout out to DJ Drama. You know what I'm saying for even getting together with with Jim Jones and putting out that project. But so the other project that he was involved in, he got together with Mano. And they came out with the Lobby Boys. Yep, the Lobby Boys was a good album, man. It was yep. it was a really good album. Um, it, it's like I say, it's just one of those things where it's it's a really good project, but nothing really stood out to me. You know what I'm saying? But it was a really good project as a whole. So uh, shout out to Jim Jones and shout out to Mano uh, for coming together and doing the Lobby Boys. And like they was doing like a little tour run, a little press run, and they were saying that like. They've been talking about doing this for a while, but yeah. they were just like the timing, you know, this happening and that happening. And and like, you know, Jim Jones dealing with the things that he was dealing with, with Dipset and, you know, they'll break up and they get back together and all that type shit. So and then, you know, Mano was doing the podcast and shit. And I guess because they're doing that little thing with, they, with him, like those two guys and Fabulous, like how they got together and, they, and they're working out at the gym. That kind of, mm-hmm. I guess that kind of motivated them to get this album out. So, so shout out to them dudes for uh for getting together and uh, putting out the Lobby Boys. You heard right. that album? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so this is the thing. So now that you're saying that, I might I might have ten. So I'm gonna go Let's ahead. And, I'm gonna go ahead and use my. I'm gonna go ahead and use my honorable mention as one of the ten. But I might have ten for you. Okay, now see, look, that's so what I'm as, saying. As we going along, it's jogging my memory because. What I've been doing, like I said, I've been going through all my music, and, and you know what I'm saying, I had to go through the, all the catalogs and everything else. Like, I went on Apple Music, I went on Spotify, you know what I'm saying, got on Google, went through my sister's title and all this other stuff about all the albums I've been listening to. <laughs> Excuse me. So, some of them, you know what I'm saying, I've listened all the way through, some of them I haven't. So, I was trying to do it to where the ones that I've listened all the way through, or at least listened mm-hmm. to most of the album. So, yeah, I'm, I think I might have something for you. So, just... As you're going through, I, I got you. See, see. Now yeah. I think that this one, I got a feeling that this is probably in your top five. Mm-hmm. But it did not make my list. Um, and this this might be because you're all you're you are all over the spectrum. But I I just feel like you might be mad at me for this one for not making the top ten. Because a lot of people love this album. People are saying that this should be nominated and should win a lot of awards this year, all this type of shit. But it did not crack it for me, and that's Pusha T, it's almost dry. Um, yeah. Now, yeah. I liked it, but I mean, it wasn't it wasn't Daytona for me. Um, right. Daytona was, was I mean, even though it was only seven tracks, so you couldn't really miss that much. Um, but it was it was a really good project, and and now what I did like about the album the most is that how he got his uh how he got Malice to jump on that track, and how he came yeah, on. <laughs> but he <laughs> he reminded you of the clips, but like he ain't lost hey, a step. Ain't lost a step, man. Like breath control, like everything was still there. Um, yeah. So um, now, like I say, it was a really, really good project, man. But it it just did not crack my top ten. Right. All right. So 
Still going. I'm telling I, I I listened to I went through a lot of stuff this year. So another one that did not make the list. It was it was up there, but the more the year went by, the more and more mm-hmm. it kept sliding down. And that is Conway the Machine, man. God don't make no mistakes. Okay. Um, it was it was a really good album. You know, the Gazelda Boys, all of them dropped. Well, no, matter right. of fact, no, I don't think what did West drop this year? I don't know I don't, if West dropped this I year. I don't know if West Side dropped. I don't know if he dropped. Yeah, I don't think he did. He dropped last year. Um yeah, yeah he dropped last year. But um God don't make no mistakes, man. It was good, man. Obviously, the tracks that I liked the most was uh I think Alchemist did three tracks on there. Uh-huh. And those turned out to be my favorite tracks on there. But uh but Conway came out with a good album. Another one did not make the list. DJ Khaled, God did. Um, okay, so I'm gonna I'm use God did as my honorable mention too, because I have heard that album, even though I've listened to it like all the way through, and then I just went back and was just playing that one, the one song God did that Hope was on. See, you know, I knew you were gonna say that. You want to know yeah. the song? I, don't get me wrong, I liked it, but you want to know the song that I, li- the only song I listened to on my album now. What's so one song I listen to? Party. Okay. Okay. Yo, for them to take Eddie Murphy's party all the time. That is fire. It fl- man, but hey, yeah. my youngest son love that shit, but yeah. his favorite part, you can tell he's my son, but I love that little motherfucker. His favorite part is my favorite part at the very end, right? Yeah. When party when when party. Uh rest in peace to the guy take off. When mm-hmm. take off at the end, he say party like at the end. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me tell you what happened. This is how I found out this was his favorite part. So yeah. we, I don't know where we was going, but we went somewhere. And then you know, once you get to your destination, you know, you turn the car. And it yeah. was right before party. Uh, for uh, take off was about to say party. And I turned it off. He was like, yeah. "Man, I was like, what?" He was like, "My favorite part was coming." I said, "When he say party." <laughs> I said, I said that's my favorite part too. I was like, hey boy, you can tell you my son, but like cause we just that's like some fun. of the weirdest shit. So uh so uh man, I hate I hate that, but we'll we'll we gotta continue. Can't go too fast. Okay. okay. So I know this one is in your 10 now, since you know I came up with a 10. But I got now, 10 now. It just came out. I I ran through it twice. I ran through it twice. Mm-hmm. But I like the second one better. I'm sorry, but Nas King Disease Three did not make okay. my list. Um, okay. Barely, barely made it out, man. It's, it's an honorable mention. Um, it's it's good to see. It's good to see rap grow up. Which like For this sure. is really like the first like him and Jay Z is like the first generation of like fifty year old rappers. And yeah, even even though. Like Nas still sound like eighteen year old Nas. Like he still yeah. sound like him, and that's why when I did that one podcast when I was talking about Twenty One Savage and him and the whole relevant conversation, mm-hmm. I was just like, Nas have had this fan base since he was like sixteen years old, and it's just like they right. they grew up with him, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like they're loyal to him, like right. even when. Even when I was dumb enough and young enough to like when he was beefing with Jay Z, even though, even though, dude, I I took it personal like a dumbass. I was like, I ain't listening to that. 
But I don't know y'all did. Don't don't feel bad hey, either. But that ether though, but I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit was fire. That whole that whole Stillmatic album was fire. That that I like the Stillmatic album, but I don't know why, and it might have something to do with age. I like that Nas for Diamonds though. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, I, you really can't go wrong with a Nas album. First and foremost, like any other albums you listen to, you ain't gonna be like, wow, man, get this. I mean, it's not, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's certain ones, it's certain ones that hit. Nostradamus is definitely one of them. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So that's all my honorable mentions. So now you know, built out a list and you got an yeah. honorable mention. What, what is your I got honorable it, I got mention? It. Okay, so my honorable mention, like I said, it was God did, you know what I'm saying? I listened to it mm-hmm. with a full listen because you know what I'm saying? It's Khaled. You know what I'm saying? I had to see the features on there. But, I mean, it's it's the whole verse, man. The whole verse is what really, that's all I listen to. I actually skipped that song to the whole verse. Wow. Yeah. The crazy thing yeah, about so, that is a lot of, I, I look, I've heard a lot of talk about that. And yeah. a lot of people like, yo, people forget. Like, Wayne went in. It, he did. It just, he did. But it, this is my thing about Wayne, right? Wayne is that dude who knows that he's one of the best. And because he knows he's one of the best, unless he's like on there with one of the best people, he's not gonna give you like uh, uh, his best. He's gonna get on there, he gonna rap, and then he gonna get off. Now the fact that he got on there with Hove, cause he know that, you know what I'm saying, it's goat and goat, like, yo, okay, I gotta I gotta go in, cause you know what I'm saying, I ain't about to let Hove spill the choke. And Wayne tore that motherfucker up. Don't get me wrong, but it's just something about Ho's verse, bro. <laughs> just like you said, the fact that these niggas is 50 and this nigga at 50 is still doing this. I'm talking about double entendres, triple entendres. I'm talking about word flips. I'm talking, man, just everything you, if you need a master class in rap, go listen to that whole verse. Yeah, but I, I think that the, the two things with that. Number one, mm-hmm. it's like when it comes to lyricists, right? Like, it, it it's it's not a lost art. Don't get me wrong, right. but it's but we have entered a stage where it is the TikTok era where people are trying to make shit mm-hmm. that's popular. And mm-hmm. what's popular is to have I hate to say it, but kind of elementary raps where people can rap along to it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they can feel included. When it comes to guys like Jay and what he was able to put out on that guy did. There ain't a lot of people that can go along with them. You know what I'm saying? No, it's no, and that's why that's why it was only right to get Wayne on there. True, and the, my only thing with Wayne, <laughs> and I actually had bumped him in my top ten for the simple fact of like it's like his last couple of albums, like he's done this thing with his voice, which mm-hmm. I don't know why he did that. If you if you go back and you listen to mixtape Wayne, like he didn't hit Prudity or something like. Like, why do you sound like this now? Like, yeah. it, and 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 he don't do it all the time. That's the crazy yeah, part. Because he true. he had a song on uh, Raekwon's album, uh, The Wild, a song called The Corner, or My Corner. Mm-hmm. My Corner or The Corner, whatever. But he didn't sound like that. It was like, yo, I'm on the track with Raekwon. You know but what I'm that's saying? Why. I'm about- <laughs> that's yeah. why. Dude, it is it is it's it's wild, dude. It's 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 one of those things where I don't understand why he does that, but he's still he's still one of the goats, and you're right. So 
God did you, was a good song. I, I told you, man, listen, when Wayne gets on the track with the GOAT, he is he gets to he goes to GOAT status. Like this is the one thing I love about Wayne, because Wayne can turn it on and turn it off whenever he wants to. And it's only like a, a handful of dudes who can really do that. Wayne is definitely one of them. The fact that he can go on a, a track with pretty much anybody out right now, and then the fact that he can still go and rap with Raekwon, rap with Ho. He can rap with Rakim and all like he can literally get on the track and do do that with anybody, right? The fact that he can turn it on and off just lets you know just how great he really is. True. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're right. You're right. But yeah, it, it was a good song. It's just the fact that you know I'm a huge Wayne guy. Like I told you, man. Yeah. Uh, I said this multiple times. Like the first time, I, I was like, Dad, you know, let me get twelve dollars or whatever the case may be, and. Got somebody to run me up the FYE, and the first album I bought was The Block Is Hot, man. You know oh, my Wayne, goodness, so, And I just thought, and I just, yeah, hits. like, it was just something cool that a dude that was three years older than me, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. I hear, like, rapping, and you know what I mean? So, that mm-hmm. was one of those things. So, y'all, we're going to jump into the list, man. You're going to go back to back, man. What do you got at number 10, which I feel like I kind of, I might know what some of it is, because I felt like with me going... You know, heard some stuff. You like, oh shit, I yeah, forgot about that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. You you definitely jogged my memory, but um, I got a few of them that you said for sure. Um, number ten though, um, I got seven 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 by Big Lotto, man. Let me tell you something. We talking about people that can rap. That young girl got it. That young girl got it. When I tell you, like, the thing that I enjoyed about it the most was it wasn't the it wasn't this. It, everything was sex bar, you know. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying she throw it in here and there, but like when it came to it, like she rapped. She had a. She was real diverse on the album. Um, the sunshine on me, inspirational song. She got in her bag on that. You know, what I'm saying big energy. She, you know how big that got. And then not only that, she ended up getting on the uh, remix and got Mariah Carey on there. So you knew, you know, what I'm saying you knew how good that was. So for me to hear a woman come out and rap and actually be of the, the newer class, come out, actually give you bars, actually give you songs you could dance to, and you know what I'm saying, songs you can actually listen to. I appreciated that. So my number 10 is 777 by Big Lotto. Okay. Surprise. A little, little surprise there, a little surprise there. I, I didn't hear her album. I mean, I've heard, you know, Big Energy, because like you said, it was everywhere. So yeah. you cannot They playing that, that on, on football games, basketball games. Like It's everywhere still. Oh yeah, she uh she get into the bag. Mm-hmm. So very interesting pick there, very interesting pick. So number ten for me, man. Um, this is why I was saying I didn't want to get too deep into it because I knew that this was coming up, man. But number ten, man, I got unconfused, man. Uh, only built for infinity links, man. Um, okay, okay. The uh, Quavo uh, takeoff album that they put together. I like the play off of uh, only built for Cuban links. That uh, that my guy Raekwon did top ten rapper for me. Um, and also you might as well say Ghostface because Ghostface was involved in both of those albums. Even though my favorite one is the second one, um, Only Built for Cuban Links Part Two. That was yeah. my favorite one out of that. But um, but Unconfused though, man, they they had some bangers on there. Um, you know, like the Tony Starks, which you know, what I'm saying also plays a uh plays a part off of uh. Only built for Cuban links because mm-hmm. you know that that was Ghostface like alter ego. 
Um, yeah. So that that was good. Hotel Lobby, which I thought was a very interesting pick for them to come out with the uh for that to be the damn the single. Damn, I couldn't think of the word for that to right. be the single because I thought Two Infinity Links was fire. Like that, like the very first song on this album was fire. I, I thought that that should have been the one, but I guess. You know what I'm saying? Hotel Lobby for what it stands for and all that type stuff. Uh, see about it was good. To the Bone was good. It just hate to see. I mean, you hate to see what happened, well, what was going on as far right. as the group goes. And then for this tragedy to happen, man, for takeout mm-hmm. to be taken from us. Um, it, it, it just really sucks, man, because I was. I was hoping that this was just going to be a little thing. They was going to do this little unconfused thing. Mm-hmm. Offset was gonna do a little solo joint. You know what I'm saying? I was hoping like the end, you know, mid in 2023, they get back together, come out right. with a culture four, and you know, I, I I doubt that there will be like Amigos album. Like not that, not that Quavo mm-hmm. and you know Offset won't get back together, but right. I don't know if they're gonna run with the name Migos because. You're missing a member, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. So it's kind of yeah, yeah. So, but it was definitely a good album, man. So uh, at number ten for me, man, I got uh, I got Unconfute um, sitting at the uh, sitting at the uh, ten spot, man. Okay, okay. Um, so for my number nine, man, you mentioned them in your um, honorable mentions. You know what I'm saying? Mano, Jim Jones, Lobby Boys. Um, w- I enjoyed it because, you know what I'm saying, another thing you mentioned, you know what I'm saying, talk about older rappers still rapping. Jim Jones is also one of them guys who, you know what I'm saying, was out a little bit earlier, you know what I'm saying, has a very extensive career, has a great catalog. And then to add this, and and not only just to add this, but the fact that they're doing drill rap, you know what I'm saying, connecting with, you know what I'm saying, the drill artists in New York, the younger artists in New York, getting together with those guys. The song that they got with Fabio Slide, banger you know what i'm saying so the fact that those guys you know what i'm saying got together and it was like yo let's you know what i'm saying let's put our own spin on it it was it was great to hear um i enjoyed it it was one of those things that i could you know what i'm saying you can go back and listen to you want to ride around a little bit you know what i'm saying turn your stereo all the way up and have something to play that's definitely one of the albums to play so my number nine is lobby boy yeah definitely matter that man that was that was a really good album man yeah, and it feels like it just kind of travels in that underground rap, though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it was never a mainstream type of album, but I don't think that's what they were looking for anyway. I don't think so either. Yeah, man. So uh, number nine on my list, and I think though I do this every time I'm talking about music, mm-hmm. and and this person is definitely gonna be talked about some more. But y'all know, you know, I'm a huge Alchemist guy. So, oh yeah, I already, I already knew. So how I even came about with this person was my number one album of last year. This is how mm-hmm. I even came with this person, man. Bodie James, you know what I'm saying? Bo yep. Jackson. And I listened to it simply because it was Alchemist, but then at the same time, the more and more I listened to it, because I listened to the album like every day. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I'm starting to feel this Bodie James guy. Mm-hmm. So then I seen that he dropped the new album. But it wasn't an Alchemist collab album. So I was like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, shit, I like what he do. 
And he dropped another one, man. Shout out to Bodie James, man. He came out with an album this year called Killing Nothing. And okay. that shit was fire, man. Uh, 99 bands, melanin, like cash transactions, open door. Man, my favorite song on there, though, man, ain't no Bon Jovi, man. That shit is fire. Like, it's just like, because he got like this slow rapping style. Like, his voice is undeniable. Is you know, he's one of those Midwest guys, you know, from Detroit. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that with him being from Detroit and Alchemist being um, Eminem's DJ, like, I, I think that's kind of how, you know, they, you know, got on with Bodie James and all that type stuff. But I, I really like him, man. He got that, it's that, that old school kind of like, you know what I'm saying, mob deep type of feel. You know, and, yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, Bodie James, man, is is he's definitely creeping up my rappers list, man. Like I, I really like what this dude is doing, and it only helps to have, you know, what I'm saying, in my opinion, the best producer in the game alongside with you. So, uh, so number nine on my list, man, I got Bodie James killing nothing. Okay, then. Okay, then. Um, I'm about to check Bodie James out, man. I've been hearing some good things about him. Um, oh, so. Yeah, number eight, um, I got Benny the Butcher, man. Ten to talk for. Hold Let pause. Me. That's my number eight. <laughs> hey, respect, respect. Let me tell you something about Benny the Butcher. First and foremost, he has the best ad lib in in rap right now. The butcher the coming, nigga. butcher coming, nigga. Come on, man. <laughs> That's it. When he say that shit and get the spitting, that shit come on so hard. First and foremost, shout out to the whole Griselda. Um, man, they is what I like about them the most is the fact that they can actually rap, right? And that's my that's really my thing. It's not necessarily just about the lyricism. It's just about the whole art of actually rapping. Like a lot of people think that you know what I'm saying. Like when I'm talking about the older guys and when I'm mentioning the older guys, you know what I'm saying. I always talk about lyricism, but it's not necessarily lyricism, right? It's about voice affliction. It's about wordplay. You know what I'm saying? It's about being able to, you know what I'm saying, the the, the genius of using a word four or five times, you know what I'm saying, in, in each bar, using taking four or five bars and using the same word. Like, it's just the overall creativity of it. And to me, Benny the Butcher is one of those guys that he can definitely do. Really, the whole Gazelle can. But just Benny the Butcher just specifically for this album, like he's one of those guys that can do that. And to me, this is one of those ones that I listen all the way through. I don't have a favorite in this one. And that's a, a rare thing for me. Like I don't usually have albums where I got, you know what I'm saying, no favorites. I can just listen through it all the way through. This is one of those ones, man. Ten to talk for Benny the Butcher, number eight. Well, for me, I have to disagree, but I I'm biased. Because my favorite six songs on I like the whole album, but my favorite six right. are the ones that Alchemist produced. I'm sorry. Of course. Of course. <laughs> but but one of them, I don't see how you can say this one don't stand out, yo. When Johnny Peace Caddy came out, mm-hmm. come on, man. That That is a standalone. Like, that was so genius for that to be the first song to come out. And then you got Cole on there coming off of the offseason. Yeah. And for him to drop one of the hardest... This is probably still to me. I know how you feel about the whole verse. Mm-hmm. This might have been the verse of the year still for me. I don't know. Yo, when this motherfucker, know. yo, 
when J. Cole said if he said, I'd probably go to hell if Jesus asked for a feature. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. Who says that? Like that was yo, when I heard that, I was like, yo, I'm sorry. I gotta move J. Cole. Because like for me, you know, it was when it comes to like that generation, like I've, mm-hmm. I've always had, I've always had Drake at the top, and then for me personally, it was like I will alternate two and three. Like I put Kendrick, then it'd be Cole, and then Kendrick and Cole. It just depends, mm-hmm. and then I got Wale and you know Cuddy and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like I will always alternate them, and it was like okay, so I got Drake, Kendrick. And then, man, he come out with the offseason. It's like, okay, I got Cole up there. Then he come out with big steppers. And then, look, man, I'm sorry. That yeah. Johnny Peach Caddy, man, that, that, that shit. No, it's that, a, listen, it's, it's, a, it's a banger. But to me, man, it's just a testament, to, you know what I'm saying, to say that every, you know what I'm saying, like literally every track on that album, to me, it, it can be a single. You know what I'm saying? It can hit on the chart. Like, it's just one of them things where I don't know what it is about that group, but it's like everything that they put out is fine. I've never heard a Bad Grisella album, ever. I've never heard a Bad Grisella re- uh, record. Yeah, I mean, look, I feel you. I feel you. And and uh, like I said, this is really a lot of my bias, but this is just more of like, a, this is really just more of a style. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And like, mm-hmm. when it comes to Benny, Benny sounds really good with the alchemist yeah. beat. Like he fits it, you know what I mean? So yeah. so yeah. yeah, and and but it was also good to hear, you know what I'm saying, a guy like uh Cole actually being on an alchemist beat. Um, mm-hmm. you know, like two years ago, was it two years ago, a year ago, hearing Jay for the first time on the Alchemist beat when he did the song mm-hmm. with Jay Electronica, the never ending story. Yeah. Like it was just like I don't know, some people just you know what I'm saying? Really fit good with that, man. But that's funny that we both had the same number eight. Um, yeah. All right, man. What you got at that seven spot, man? All right, man. So for my number seven, man, you had them in there early. I got them in there a little bit later, man. Unconfused. Only built for Infinity Links. Um, and to me, this 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 album kind of showed you how great they are together, right? Like, if you to me, I feel like if you would have added Offset in this, and just made it Amigo Amigos album, it'd have been that much better. But you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Even though Outside wasn't on it, because you know what I'm saying, the slight little feud that they got going on, you still seen the greatness of what they are as, you know what I'm saying, as a collective. And to me, this this album kind of shows you how great Takeoff really was behind all this. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like Takeoff really stands out on this album. Quavo, you know what I'm saying? He to me, he's the front man of it all, of course. And he's not bad either, but like Takeoff and Offset to me always stood out the most. Offset was always my favorite amigo, but the fact that Take uh, Takeoff kind of got on there, he did his thing. Like I was thoroughly impressed with this album. So my I, I, number seven, uh, only built for Infinity Link. Yeah, I, I was too, but I I think that this album was the Takeoff coming out party. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's what I think that what this album did. So yeah, definitely agree with you there. Um, yeah. my number seven. Um, I just got a feeling, um, that this is gonna be uh on your list at some point, mm-hmm. but it fell at the seventh spot for me. And Kendrick Lamar, man, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, man. Okay, um, I okay. got I got it at seven. <laughs> um, you know, I when I listened to it, I listened to it 
you know, all the way through. Um, Alchemist actually produced a track on here. Um, mm-hmm. The track that, how do I say this? It's a track that is is the most disturbing, but realist, yes, toxic track ever. Yes. <laughs> and then you know yes. which one I'm talking about. And yes. you can't just listen to that shit just to listen to it because it's like, yo, this is crazy. That's um, a, that shit is triggering. It, that's what I'm saying. It's like you can't, you can't. I mean, now don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna say you can't, but it, it's just one of those songs where it's like, yo, I don't know if I want to just sit back and just listen to this song because yeah. it's it's very very toxic. Um, for sure. But uh, man, I'm trying to get the name. What, oh, what was the name of that damn track? Um, why can't I remember what it? We cry together. That's what yeah. it was. Um, but you know, he he came it out with a double disc, which is I didn't know double disc even existed anymore. But um, but there was definitely some some mother I sober that that was crazy. Mirrors was yeah. crazy. Um, you know, Auntie Diaries, where which I don't know why people tried to give him backlash when he was telling you that I was young and immature and didn't understand uh-huh. that you know what transgender was and he was saying basically he made mistakes and called them you know names which he said the names right. but he's telling you like yo I was dumb I was stupid you know what I'm saying I fucked up mm-hmm. now I'm educated on it and like but I still love my auntie like you know right. what I mean so right. it was a very mature album which that's all we really expect out of a guy like Kendrick anyway mm-hmm. um, but the reason why it's seven for me is because it's 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 not like I'm the person that like the 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 um the, I have the the unpopular opinion. Right. My favorite is to pimp a butterfly, and a lot of people okay. is like, "Oh man, you know, Mad Kid." You know, I lo- don't get me wrong, I love Mad Kid, but mm-hmm. it's like for me personally, the route that he took with that. That was my favorite Kendra album. And it wasn't that this album was bad. It was just more of like, I went through it like two or three times. And it's like, okay, I live with it. I'm good. I don't, I don't, the thing about it is I don't go back to it anymore. You know what I'm Uh saying? So that's why it's sitting at seven for me. But it's, I mean, Kendra don't put out bad albums. So that's true. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's my number seven, man. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, man. Okay then, okay then. I like the list so far. Sounding good, sounding good. Uh, for number six, what I have is uh, Nas, man, King Disease Three. You know what I'm saying? Um, what drew me in was the, you know, what I'm saying the line that he had about hoes, and you know, what I'm saying that's the 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 first thing I had heard about anything about the King Disease Three. So I went listened to the track, heard it. I'm like, okay, he rapping, rapping. You know what I'm saying? Which is not out of the way for Nas, but we've we've heard some joints where Nas tried to, you know what I'm saying, mix it up a little bit. On this one, I feel like he went back, like you said, to that old school, you know what I'm saying, young 18, 17, I mean, 17-year-old, 18-year-old Nas and was like, yeah, I'm about to give them what they're looking for. And then shout out to Hit Boy as well, because Hit Boy is really helping, you know what I'm saying, get everything rolling with Nas. So King's Disease 3, that's my number six. I ain't mad at it, and you're right about that with the whole uh, hit boy thing. Mm-hmm. Ooh, number six, number six, man. This is this might be 
out of all the albums that ever came out in the world, yeah, this might have the best title of all time. Okay. Number six on my list is I Got Future. I never oh, liked yeah. you. Yo, oh, that yeah. is... <laughs> I love that. I love that's that, hilarious, yo. man. I never liked you. Yo, yeah. that, that's all time. Um, Future, man, his name is what it what it is. Like he 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 was the future when he came out and he changed rap. Yeah. I'm sorry. But yeah. man, this album, my favorite song, man, is 7 12 p.m. That shit is just fire, man. Um uh, that right. song, keep it burning. Um uh, for a nut, uh puff on Zooties, that shit was fire. Wait for you is the, the track that everybody know, you know what I'm saying? Where he was yeah, shout out to Tim. Drake. Yeah, and Tim, yeah, and um you know, Drake was on that bad boy. You know, him and Drake always got this little thing. Um, but man, I, I thought it was a really, really good album, man. When it comes to like that type of music, like nobody does it better than Future to me. Like That's there's true. a lot of people who who have similar type of music, but it's like the person that does it the best is him. And mm -hmm. the thing about Future though, that people <laughs> That like he's not considered a lyricist, but if you right. listen, he be spitting though. No, he definitely he say some things. It, I think it's because he's bunched in with that mumble rap crowd. Yep. But he's never been a mumble rapper. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So like, I think he just got bunched in during that SoundCloud era, unfortunately, and like that label has always stuck with him. But he's never been that type of rapper. He's always. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've always been able to understand what he's saying. And on top of that, like, everything that he usually puts out, especially singles, they always hit. So, I mean, I'm with you on that 100%. Yeah, and, like, Future always going to give you, like, that line. Like, now, for me, Dirty Sprite 2 is his best album. Yeah. And, man, he I got agree. a... Uh, I agree. Yo, he, <laughs> he got one line I would never forget, but and it's, it's I'm going to say, say, I ain't got no time for no sluts. I'm gonna put my thumb, put my in, thumb butt. in her butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he be wilding. Yeah, he be wilding, man. But future, I love future, man. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. So that's why I got that number six, man. Future, I never liked you. Okay, man. Okay, man. So we get deep into it. You know what I'm saying? Number five, man. You know what I'm saying? Push a chance, bro. It's almost done. You know what I mean? And you already know why I listened to the album to begin with. It's no oh, secret. Yeah. The whole verse. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> not, not, not because I don't like Pusha T, because Pusha T really is one of those, another one of those dudes who's a little bit older, you know what I'm saying? But the the man got bars. Um, but it's just the fact that, you know what I'm saying, like anytime a guy that can rap gets on the song with Hove, I like to hear it because it's like they push themselves to try to either outdo him or match him on every track. You know what I'm saying? No matter who it is, no matter, you know what I'm saying, what it is, they always try to get themselves to that, you know what I'm saying, that level or close to them. And so it's always good to hear, you know what I'm saying, Malice coming back. That was a great, great track. You know what I'm saying? It's always good to hear from Malice. Malice, to me, um, he really showed his ass on that track. And then just the, the album in general just sound good. It's always good to hear Pussy T. Um, so, yeah, man. Um, it's Almost Dry is my number five. All right, all right, all right. So, cracking that top five, man. Number five for me. 
Uh, I hate to say it, bias. I've never heard this person's album before. I never even I've heard of this person, and he's been on a few because Alchemist drops his own albums, and he uses a lot of the same people. And I've heard this dude on a song before, but this is the first time I listened to a project from him, and um, and it's good, man. At number five, I got Rock Maserato. You know what I'm saying? With oh, that, yeah. Um, I knew that elephant was man's I, bones. I thought that was actually going to be top three. Hey, man, that, that shit was fire, man. It's yeah. like, it, it's just a different sound. It's, 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 it's relaxing. And mm-hmm. then it's just like the samples that he tend to use. It's, it's just, it's, it's musical. It's great music. Yeah. And the way Rock raps, like he raps slow, like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's melodic. Yep. And it was just a really, really good project, man. And like the people that Alchemist choose to do these albums with, like that shit fits like a glove. And yep. what I also love about their music is they know, like um, they went on, oh man, which podcast? I can't remember which podcast they went on. And they were just saying like, yo, we know we don't make music for the masses. Like, mm-hmm. like we are in our own lane. We don't make music that's popular. Like we know, like basically, we're not gonna sell out arenas and all this type of stuff like that. But they're like, we're not sacrificing the music for money and for spins right. and all this type of shit. Like they don't get radio play. But this music, man, it is it is great, man. So, um, so if y'all have not had a chance to listen to it, man, go go on your DSPs to find it, man. But Rock Maserato. The Elephant Man's Bones is a great album, man. That's what I got sitting at number five. Man, I, I ain't going to lie to you, man. I'm telling you, I thought that was going to be in the top three. <laughs> <I> really, <laughs> once, I, once I heard he was getting in there with Alchemist, I'm like, oh, yeah, he definitely going to have this in the top three. Um, So my number four, man, um, is Drake and 21 Savage, Her Lost. You know what I'm saying? You, For me, I enjoy when Drake, mix it up and get with, you know what I'm saying, another artist and do the compilation album only because you get to hear him with, you know what I'm saying, kind of a different style. And then you also get to hear him with his own style as well. I think that, you know what I'm saying, the rollout for this album was amazing. You know, they did the fake, um, the fake Howard Stern interview. They did the fake SNL thing and then they went on and then did the fake SNL video, um, the, the fake Vogue cover. Like, I mean, just, all the all the things that you don't expect, you know what I'm saying, for an album, they went out and just did everything. And then I also enjoyed this because you got to see a creative side of both of them that you don't get to see a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like Drake, of course, we all know he has an acting background. We all know that's where he came from, and that's what he originally did. So whenever I get to see him, like, get creative and do funny stuff or get creative and like, you know what I'm saying? Get into that bag. It's always good because you know, you, you're going to get something out of it. Um, same way when him and Chris Brown did the song and then, you know what I'm saying? In the video, you know what I'm saying? He was the funny dude in the video and the, the yeah. dance scene. So, you know what I'm saying? You, you always going to get some extra out of that every time. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like Drake get into this type of bag. And I mean, every track on the album is fire. Um, and then uh, I forgot what it's called. I think it's called like 3 a.m. or something like that. In 3 a.m. somewhere. In Glenwood. Man, 21 Savage, bro. Kudos. I was 
thoroughly impressed by that. I mean, to me, that was probably the best song I've ever heard 21 Savage put together. That's probably some of the best music and verses I've ever heard 21 Savage put together. And then, of course, you know what I'm saying, Drake went off with the old school beat switch and everything else. He did his thing as usual. But 21 Savage, I was thoroughly impressed with this. Um, I left actually listening, I mean, leaving this album, I left to go back and listen to more 21 Savage. So that's, you know what I'm saying, what I got at number four, her loss. Man, uh, 21 had a great album a couple of years ago, made my list. Uh, I Was, I Am. Yeah. So that was a, that was a that, great yeah, album by yeah, 21. Yeah. Um, so number four on my list, man. And I got a shout out to my dude. And, and he told me, he was like, hey. Because I told him that this this episode was coming up. He's like, yo, if this ain't in your top 10, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We might have to stop fucking with each other. <laughs> and oh, so shout out to my guy Casey, because I didn't know about this album. Yeah. Casey hit me up and he sent me two tracks off of it. He's like, yo, you gotta listen to this album. Mm-hmm. So I was slipping. It's, it's, it's my mistake, it's my fault. But man, number four on my list is Danger Mouse doing an album with Black Thought. Cheat Get off code. my list, man. Get hey. off my list, bro. Get off my list, bro. Yo. <laughs> this cheat code is for hey, that's another one. I think he's in his 50s. I I think. Yeah, because if he, he ain't 50, he he's to gotta it. be he gotta yeah, he be mid 40s. Yeah. Man, listen. Black thought, man. Mm-hmm. He's always the one slept on. He's always mm-hmm. the name everybody seemed to forget. Definitely and, in my top five. Like like Black Thought is just so he's so lyrical and it's 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 but not only just that, it's just the fact that like like his shit is like so real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and to, and to do what the roots was able to do and to to jump on here with Danger Mouse because dude, I ain't gonna lie. Because I be in my own world. I didn't know this side of Danger Mouse. Like I didn't know that he was the other person in Norris Barkley. I did not know that. Yeah. Yep. I didn't know. Casey was telling me. And I like yeah. Norris Barkley, but they covers don't have, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't have them on the covers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's always like a cartoon type of thing. So I didn't know who Danger Mouse was. And yeah. um, and he was just like, so when he sent it to me, I was like, yo, like, these songs is dope. So I get to listen to the whole album. I was like, yo, who is Danger Mouse? He was like, man, that's the dude that, that's with Norris Barkley. I said, that's yep. the other dude with CeeLo? He was like, yeah. I was like, dude, I did not know that. So, um, great album, man. It sounds like it sounds like this is your number three. Um, yep. So, yeah, man. Uh, this this was a great... And the features. Everybody fit. Uh-huh. Everybody fit. So, uh-huh. shout out to everybody who was on that album, man. So, you know what I'm saying? S-Dot gave it away, man. My number three, <laughs> of course, you know what I'm saying, is Cheat Code, Black Thought, and Danger Mouse. So, um... Black Thought is doing this, like, this series, I guess, where he's been working with producers that he usually don't work with. So um, he did one with uh, Salam Remy. Um, I forgot what the other one was. I think it was... um, I don't think it was the Alchemist. It might have been Alchemist. But he got got three different ones. Well, two of them is with the same one, and then one of them is with Salam Remy. And then this one, you know what I'm saying, with Danger Mouth. And what I like about what Black Thought is doing is he's going to all of these different 
producers with all of these different styles, and he's showing you, bro, I can rap on anything. I can I can go on any. You you give me a beat, I'm gonna go on it. And to me, this is the essence of what hip hop is. It's the fact that he's not scared to get on the beat. He's not scared to work with anybody. He's not scared to get on no features, no nothing. Um, I remember when um, Toby Nwigwe did Father Figure, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it was it was Toby, it was Blacked Out, and it's Royce the Five Nine. And Royce was doing the um, interview, and he was talking about you know what I'm saying working with Toby or whatever. And he had, you know what I'm saying, he just mentioned Black Thought real quick. And he was like, listen, he said, when I heard Black Thought verse, I had to literally sit down and rethink a couple lines in my verse. He said, because there was no way I was going to go last and have Black Thought kill me the way he just killed his verse. <laughs> so that just lets you know, like, when somebody like Royce, the 5'9", gets to talking about you like that, that lets you know, like, aside from the roots, like, this dude just got it 100%. So... My number three um, is Cheat Code, Black Thought, and uh, Danger Mouse. Man, <clears throat> I agree with you because it's right up there for me. So um, number three on mine is really a surprise album to me because I wasn't like a fan fan of his. Like I, I've heard mm-hmm. him around the way, but I never heard. This is the first time I listened to a whole project of his now. I kind of got to do what you were saying. I'm going to have to go back and yeah. um, start listening to some more. But, um, yo, Joey Badass, man, 2000. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, this was a great project, man. Joey, mm-hmm. Joey, even though he a young dude, he's he's bringing back that old school New York rap. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like this album, yeah. I, I think that's one of the reasons why it kind of named it 2000. I don't know, mm-hmm. but it's like it sounds like some shit that came out of 2000. Like mm-hmm. it, it has an old hip hop flow to it, feel to it. You know what I'm saying? Like I mentioned earlier, like it reminds you of like some some mob deep shit, some early Nas shit, mm-hmm. uh, early J. Like it's it's really that type of feel. And like Joey got, you know what I'm saying, really personal on this album, you know what I'm saying, with, with Survival's guilt where his cousin had got killed. Yeah. And um, like his cousin was like his bodyguard type of thing. And like he had ended up um getting killed on over some shit. But like um, but some of the shit that he came out with, I mean, I mean, the best song on here, man, is make um make me feel that that, that shit is fire. That the baddest, that was good. Eulogy was good. What he made, I think that was a song like to his cousin. Um, but like and one of the reasons I did it because like Joey Badass is in um in Power Book Three or uh, Raising Canaan, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's getting his acting on for sure. Oh yeah, he's definitely getting his acting on. Uh, and and he he did an interview where he was saying that when with you know before coming out with his project, he was like, there ain't any rapper slash actors who is really putting forth this type of effort to music. So he was like, he wanted right. to make sure. He didn't shortchange this album because he was like doing both things. He was like, there's some people who they get into acting and they kind of focus more on that. And music is kind of like a little side thing. He was like, no, mm-hmm. like I want to put together a really, really good project. He did, man. So um, he's number three on my list, man. Joey Badass 2000. That's what's up, man. Hey, if you if you really want to enjoy Joey Badass, go on YouTube and I forgot. I think it's called. Um, like a song, 
but he's doing his own rendition of when doves cry called when thugs cry. Bruh. Joy Badass is, is, is a beat, bro. But the shit the shit is fire. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. And he he taking over the print song, you know what I'm saying? He put his own spin on it, but it's it's definitely fire. I, I don't ex- I didn't I, I wouldn't expect somebody like Joy Badass to do something like that. And me seeing him do something like that, it, it really gave me a different level of respect. Cause I listen to him sparingly, right? I listen like the, I think the one of my favorite songs for him is um America. He killed that shit. So I, I really fuck with Joy Badass. Um my number two um is probably gonna shake up the world a little bit because I literally have not stopped listening to this album since it came out. And a lot of people said, you know, they was confused because they thought it was gonna be an R and B album. A lot of people think it is an R and B album and it's not. It's technically a hip hop album. It has R and B elements, it's very melodic, but it's before you go by blast. When I tell you, bro, from top to bottom, this dude did his fucking thing. I'm talking about he left nothing in the studio when he did this album. The intro come in, fire, classic intro. It's, it's short, sweet, to the point. And then from that point on, like, he just brings this West Coast sound that's been missing for a long time. But he kind of brings that back. And it's just like, yeah, you can tell, like, this dude really, you know what I'm saying, studied and did his homework. Um... And, and he definitely represented for the West Coast. And he, you know, he he really put together a great project. So my number two is Before You Go by Blast. I'm about to check that out. Never heard of it. Um, So I can't really get no feedback on it. So, okay, he said. But if you said shake the world up, so we're going to see. Oh, yeah. Uh, number two for me, Um, you mentioned it earlier. Um, Drake at 21. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Her law. Yes. It's just a really, really good album. And Drake usually, like, this, I think with dropping, honestly, never mind, he knew that he was dropping this this year. So he was like, I'm going to give them this dance album, but, you know what I'm saying, I know people are going to talk shit, but I already fire, got some heat though. on the way. That dance like, album is fire. It, but my favorite song is the one he did with 21, and I think that what that mm-hmm. was, because... The, it did not match the album. No, yeah, it didn't. And I think what it was was a preview of like, like mm-hmm. I think Drake is like, yo, I'm about to fuck with these people, right? I'm going to yeah. come out with a whole dance album, right? 11 songs. Mm-hmm. And then the 12th song ain't going to have nothing to do with this fucking album. <laughs> like, nothing to do. It's a totally different sound, everything. And, yeah. and, it, and it was the only feature. That mm-hmm. was the only feature. 21. And then mm-hmm. six months later, Drake at 21. And yep. and you're right. I think that, but my favorite line on this album, though, it may surprise you, is is actually 21, right? Mm-hmm. So in privileged rappers, 21 said, <laughs> 21 said, he said, he said, let's have sex in the car. He said the Maybach came with a bar. I'm wiping my dick with a bra. I was like, yo, <laughs> I, was like, yo. I, was like, yo. I like that nasty shit, yo. Yeah, hey, he wild, man. Hey, he wild as fuck, but yo, to me, that was, and then right after that, he said, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> yeah, he's yo. crazy, man. Hey, he's stupid, but man, to me, that was one of the hardest lines I ever heard. He said, I'm wiping my dick with a bra. I was like, yo, I'm sorry. I like that shit. Yeah, I know wild. it's nasty, but I like that shit. Yeah, yeah, so uh, so definitely, man. Drake at Twenty One Savage, man. Her loss, I fuck with the album. So, 
Man, we never, we never got there, man. Yeah, I don't, man. I'm going to be honest. I don't know what the fuck this is going to be. You for I real? Don't, I mean, have I said it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've said it? Oh, okay. But then, yeah. Okay, okay. I Just throw a guess out there. Just throw a oh, guess Kendrick. out there. Oh, Kendrick. Damn, you ain't said it Come on, yet. man. It's, it's that easy. Listen, Kendrick Lamar has easily <laughs> made the album of the year. First and foremost, um... Like you said, he he never puts out a bad album, and and the fact that he put out a two disc album in this generation, and did the numbers that he did, and 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 pretty much solidified like it, that solidified his spot in the top with the goat. Because like you said, this is the TikTok generation, and people are really making trendy music. They're not making music to make music. The ones that do, you know, what I'm saying like the Bodie Jameses, you know, what I'm saying like how the Lobby Boys is doing their thing. You don't get a chance, you know what I'm saying, even Rock Marciano for that for that point. You don't get a chance to hear them a lot on, you know what I'm saying, on the um on the radio or whatever. You know, so they might do like a little special segment where they bring out people that you ain't really heard of. But for the for the most part, man, like the fact that he can be on that same level as those guys and still give you, you know what I'm saying, versatility and bring in, you know what I'm saying. He did a, a song with Kodak. Like, like Kodak how is many talking people, about through the album. How many people can get on a track with Kodak that that don't sound like Kodak, that don't make the music Kodak make, and it sounds good? It's playing on the radio every day. Like he's really he I think he's really like a, a, a really ahead of the rest. And for the longest I told people that Drake is the dude that when you really listen to him, he has to lose his spot. That's how good Drake is. And I always put Kendrick at two. I put Cole at three. I put Wale at four and Big Sean at five. Right? I give mention to Kid Cuddy because Cuddy definitely is one of those guys. To me, with this album, Kendrick, to me, I feel like has kind of solidified that top spot. Because there's, like he, he's done no wrong. He's won a Pulitzer. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's never dropped a bad album. Did a whole soundtrack for the Black Panther, and the soundtrack was fire. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, like, to me, it's just like it's it's you get those dudes that have that gift, and Kendrick is one of those guys. Like everything that he touches, man, it turns into gold, and then it turns into platinum, and then next thing you know, it, it diamonds is falling out of it. You know what I'm saying? You might see uh, a wormhole in there somewhere. Like this, this dude is just he just nuts. He, he to me, he ahead of the rest. So my number one is Mr. Morale and the Big Stepper, Kendrick Lamar. All right. If people listen to this podcast, they already know what number one is. I'm literally, <laughs> if literally every day. This is like when 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 I did this and and Mac was um my top album, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the Circles album. Yeah. I literally listened to a song or two or three every day since it came out. Literally. Yeah. Every day I've heard a song off of this album. Every day. And it came out like in like February or March. Mm-hmm. And it has not changed. Currency, the continuance. 
with Alchemist. Who the who, thank you? I'm about to say who the producer, man. I already knew. I already knew one of them three albums was gonna be your number one. I knew it, bro. I knew it. I, I honestly thought I honestly thought it was gonna be the Rock Marciano joint. I'm not gonna lie to you. I honestly thought that was gonna be your number one. I said top three, but I really thought that was gonna be your number one. Yo, the last three years, 2022, mm-hmm. 21, and 20, my number one album have been produced by Alchemist. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This year's currency. Last year it was Bodie James, and the year before yep. that it was uh Fred, uh mm-hmm. Freddie, uh, Freddie Gibbs. Yep. Yo, it, he he. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. Like literally, like just looking at the track list, I listen to every, every song on this album, like every day. Like um, and it was something I've been meaning to send you. Like um, one of the songs is called No Yeast, and he did it mm-hmm. with Bodie James. And what was so funny about it was. There was a line on there um, where Bodie James was like, uh, he was like something about I'm in the D. He was like, uh, he's like, I'm with the uh, with TMC. You better get down with the Kings. Uh, yeah. And then what that show was called? Uh, TM, TMZ. DMC, run DMC. Yeah. Uh, the no, 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 no. Um, that one HBO show uh, with uh, uh, Rosalio Dawson. Remember that show? Um, D- I thought it was DMZ. I mean, what no, it it's called? DMZ. Is that what he said? DMZ. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. That TV show. Um, where DMZ, like the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like he 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 did that from that. I was like, yo, that's okay. funny. I was like, cause I, I thought he was flipping the Run DMC, the King song. Okay. Oh no no no! He was talking about the TV show. He was like, "You better get yeah. down with the Kings because it was, you know, that's the, the, uh, game, the Kings." Yeah. yeah. So, uh, no man, everything on here, man. Half Moon Mornings, Reese Cups, No Yeast. My favorite song. Um, it, it's it's a battle between Carvette Raleigh Stripes and uh, Endurance Runners. Man, he got a song on here called Jodeci Tapes. Man, and it's like a sample from like the Jodeci. Like, oh, man. Wow. This, this 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 whole this whole album like yeah. all thirteen tracks is fire like every track literally there's no skips on here yeah and it was just and then currency I like I mean currency go back for me all the way back to the mixtape days with, with Wayne mm-hmm. he was with Wayne like you know what I'm saying so I've been hearing currency voice for a long time and he the the song endurance runners. And like in the way that the song come on, and like he says, uh, like the very first line was like, uh, he was like something making music. I found my sound, and I'm sticking to it. And it's like, like this is his sound. Like Alchemist yeah. is his sound. And like, I mean, look, I, I'm getting to the point where it's like I'm, I'm a, I'm a broken record, but I'm sorry, man. It's to me. What does dude touch, man? It turns to gold, man. It turns to mm-hmm. platinum. It's just, but I just think that that's just that's just my lane. Like, there's some people who love the trap. There's some people who love, you know, anything that a guy like Swiss Beats do or a guy like yeah. Pharrell does. Pharrell and, is my guy. Anything Pharrell put together, I gotta listen to it. See, and like for me, it's it's Alchemist, and it's yeah. it's, it's music. Like, it, it's not the most popular music. But it's just, it's just like like whatever he does in that studio, and the people that he chooses to do. I will tell you the album that I did not hear yet. I plan on listening to it, 
But I haven't jumped on it yet. It's the one he did with Axon Brunson. I have not heard that. Oh, man. Hey, that's going to be crazy. Axon Brunson is nice. I haven't heard that yet. I have to admit that. I haven't heard that one yet. But um, but I'm definitely gonna get on it. But other than that, man, anything that this dude put out, man, it's just I I love it, man. So yeah, dude. If 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 there's anything on this list that I want you to listen to, is is this currency album, man? Uh, okay. Continue, but continue, man. It's 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 great, man. It's it's been my number one album all year, no matter what came out. Like a lot of stuff shifted around, moved around. But this is the one that stayed at number one since the day I heard it. And I I hear a song on it every day. And side note, Corvette Rally Stripes got uh, Wiz doing the last verse on there. Mm-hmm. That dude is underrated, man. I'm sorry. Yo, him him and Wiz, they should they should have been did a joint project. Man, Wiz, like, he, his, he, he just got this voice in the way that he flowed. It's just so different. Like you can tell mm-hmm. he's a stoner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like you can even hear it on the records. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, they do. They do sound good together. But yeah, this to me undeniable. I know ain't nobody else in the country got this currency out. <laughs> I, I tell you five. this. I tell you this. I know. I know one dude. I know one dude for sure who got it, and this is the. He's the only person that I've known since high school that all currency all the time. Like if you if you ever disrespect currency, like he'll run down the whole catalog, everything. He's the only person I know. But it's, it is definitely one dude that is definitely gonna agree with you on this and be like, for sure, yeah, definitely. So he knows about uh, currency to the hospital. Then he know he know about that. Listen, okay. he knew about currency before currency was rapping with Wayne. Oh snap! Yeah, like that's when I say like he really like he was about to get a jet life tattoo. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's for crazy. sure. Cool, cool, man. What's uh? Give the people you made your recap, man. For we for we talk oh, right. about it. So, man, my number ten was uh seven 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 by Lotto. Uh, my number nine was the Lobby Boys self titled. Um, my number eight was Ten to Talk Four, Benny the Butcher. My number seven was Only Built for Cuban Links, Nephew, uh, Unkin Few. I'm sorry. Um, and my number six was King's Disease Three by Nas. My number five was The Salmo's Job, Pusha T. My number four was Her Loss of Drake and Twenty One Savage. My number three was Cheat Codes, Black Thought. Uh, my number two was Before You Go by Blast, and then my number one was Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, Kendrick Lamar. And for me, uh, number 10, I had uh, Only Built for Infinity Links, Unkin Few, uh, Killing Nothing, Bodie James at number nine, Town of Talk 4, Benny the Butcher at number eight, uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, Kendra Lamar at number seven, I Never Liked You, uh, number six was Future, um, number five, I had uh, The Elephant Man Bones, uh, Rock Maserano. And number four, I had Cheat Codes, Danger Mouse, and Black Thought. Number three, I had 2000, uh, Joey Badass. Number two, Her Lost Drake, 21 Savage. And number one, Continuance, Currency, and The Alchemist, man. So so we had what? We had what? One, two, three, four, five. We had five this year. 
So we had yep. five five in common this year, man. So five albums we put out, man. Now this was fun, sure, man, because I, I I like I like talking music with you because you know what I'm saying like you and Casey, man, y'all dudes, man, y'all. To me, like I don't think I'm I'm up to that level, but then like when I tell when I talk to Casey, he'd be like nah, man, like you are like like to me, yeah. I'm generally yeah, impressed when I when I hear y'all. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. I'm not, I guess, because I'm in my own head, so, like, I'm not really impressed with myself, I guess, but it's like, when I hear, like, I y'all talk it. about it, like, I just, you know, I, I just think that it's, it's good, and then, like I say, like, I love what we do on Views Anonymous, but it's also mm-hmm. good to get music thoughts out of you, some other things that, that we just don't cover when it comes to the Views Anonymous, because right. it's not relevant to that podcast, but, um, Shit, man, I'm glad you came on with me, man. You know, uh, man, you know, it's always an honor, man. It's always an honor, man. But listen, let me tell you something, bro. You you got a great music taste. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, the fact that, you know what I'm saying, your main music genre is R&B is already A-OK with me, bro. <laughs> like, that's that's me all the way through. Like, I'm, I'm listening to hip-hop a lot, but, like, when I'm really into it, like, I'm listening to R&B, man. Um, and it's my mom's fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's a singer. You know what I'm saying? This is something she's been doing forever. Like, she's almost been signed twice. You know what I mean? Like, so this is something that when I say, like, I've been around this since I was a baby. Like, I've been around music for real since I was a baby. And to hear other people, you know what I'm saying, have that same appreciation, I always click with those type of people because to me, you know what I'm saying, like, music is such a, a broad spectrum and for people to be able to, you know what I'm saying, like, have that vast array of music likes and, and the taste is, is always great with me. Like, bro, one day we're going to have to do, like, our favorite, like, rock songs and shit like that. Cause uh, you dude. you really got, like, the, that's what I like about you. You really got, like, a music uh, taste. And you got the, you got a wide array of that shit. So I really dude, that. I'm going to tell you who I not got on. I was yeah. telling Casey this the other day. So, Ebro in the morning, do mm-hmm. a white-ish Wednesday, right? It all started yeah. because... I think Laura Styles didn't know who it was either. Uh, I forget who it was. So every Wednesday they do White Age Wednesday, where they played like just rock records to try to see if they can guess who it is. Yeah. So I've been picking up a lot of new, you know, what I'm saying a lot of new raps, not rap, but rock stuff. But like some of the stuff I already had anyway. But like they'll yeah. play some new stuff, and I've always heard. But I think that I was on that stupid shit of like, man, they can't be that good. They can't be that good. I would always hear people talk about Green Day. I'm like, Are you crazy? I'm Green like, nah, is... hold up. Okay, you do you do you listen to Fallout Boy? No, not Fallout Boys. No, no. Okay, so if you if anybody listens to Fallout Boy, the reason that you love Fallout Boy is because they got their sound from Green Day. Okay. I have yeah, to Green Day is that they yeah no Green Day is yeah. the shit, bro. So they played a Green Day song, right? Mm-hmm. And then they played another one. And I was like, I've heard those, but for some odd reason, they hitting different today. So I was yeah. like, okay. So I, you know, I got Napster. So I go to my Napster, mm-hmm. go to Green Day. So I just go boom, start playing it. And I'm like, oh my god, what the fuck? I've been missing out on this shit all this time. Yo, big time. Green Day got hits. You hear me? Yeah. I'm talking about hits. Man, yeah. that um that uh uh the, the road of broken dreams. 
Mm-hmm. Man, no, my favorite, my, my favorite joint though now, and like I be having these days. Right, this is how weird I am. Right, I was telling Casey yeah. about this. I got this weird thing. Um, what I do is like there's a song that's ringing in my head, and when there's a song that rings in my head, I got this thing to where I don't want to hear nothing else but that song. So I will put a song on repeat and I will literally listen to the song like 15 to 18 times in a row. It's just, right. I, I don't know what it is, right? So yeah. the very first, like, because it don't happen to me that often, but I'm going to tell you this song. This, I'm going to get to Green Day, but the very song, the first song that it was, it was a Tina Marie song, mm-hmm. Love a Girl. I listened to Love a Girl like 20 times in a row. Like, I couldn't get it out of my head. It just, I just kept playing it, playing it, playing it, playing it. And the, the actual Tina Marie song? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, one day, and this is probably now my favorite Green Day song, is 21 Guns. Okay. Yo, like, I listen to 21 Guns over and over and over and over. And I'm like, yo, this song, this song is flawless. Yeah. Like it's flawless. And it's just like I don't even know where it comes from, but it's just like to me, I just love music. Like I just love shit to me in my eyes, the shit that I feel is just great. And I've been missing mm-hmm. out on Green Day all the time. Like I just started listening to Green Day probably like two, three months ago. And it's I like listen, yo. I got hit the Green Day off of Madden. My first time ever hearing Green Day was on Madden. I forgot what Madden it was, but the song is American Idiot. Yeah, American Idiot, yeah. And ever since that day, bro, that's I I, I fucked with Green Day. I fucked with Green Day heavy. But um yeah, like I like I said, if you if you fuck with Fallout Boy, Green Day is definitely um one of those groups that they kinda got their sound from. And then if you fuck with Fall Out Boy, fuck with Panic at the Disco as well. Because they got they they got they sound from Fall Out Boy. Yeah, man. Like I've been, I've been, man, listen. And then the great thing about like the this is the song that they use to introduce uh uh, uh White is Wednesday is mm-hmm. Guns N' Roses uh Sweet Child of Mine. That's the oh, end man. intro. Oh, Yo, man. Fire. Classic, Higher. classic, classic, man, classic. Yeah, man. So, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm on a wide range of stuff, man. And yeah, so yeah, one day, man, we, we could definitely, we could definitely have that conversation because, yeah, like, yeah, because music. I tell like, you something. No, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say music is just so great, and like, and I just feel like yeah. when you put yourself in a box and you only listen to one or two types of music, it's just like mm-hmm. there's so much other stuff out there, and it's just like. Yeah. You're just missing out, basically. I was going to say, if you ever just, you know what I'm saying, if you ever just chilling, you ain't really doing too much, go on Apple Music or, like, go on Spotify and then, like, just go to different playlists and just see how many of the songs you know. You'll be surprised at how many songs you know from different genres and, like, different eras that you had no idea you really knew. Just because, like, you hear them just so, you hear music so much and you, you know what I'm saying, like, you listen to music so much. I remember... Uh, a couple of days back, I was listening to, um, I think I was listening to like Jodeci or something. So I was going through the playlist and I went through the rock playlist. But I knew almost every other song on that playlist. And it had to be about a good like 40 songs on there. 
And it was just from different times, different eras. But I knew about a good, like, 20, maybe 22 of them. Yeah. And see, yeah, it'd it be like that. And then, like, and see, that's the one great thing about listening to White Edge Wednesday is because, like, I would be I would be excited to hear the songs that I already have. Like, oh man, I know that mm-hmm. record. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And but then it's also good to hear things that I haven't heard. And it's just like, oh well, you know what I'm saying? This sounds pretty good. Let me add this to, you know what I'm saying, to my rock playlist or whatever, whatnot. So yeah, yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely really all over the place, man, because I feel like if if I just feel like, man, you you can't put yourself in the box, and and then because people put you in that box, they see you you black. Oh, you listen to you listen R and B and rap. That's it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, nah, man. Like I get to going down, man. Red hot chili peppers, and it's over, you know man. what I'm saying. Like I like it, it's just like yo, like I can go AC DC. You know what I'm saying? Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a lot of great music out there, man. Um, for sure, definitely. But man, this was this was definitely fun, man. Um, hopefully. Uh, some of y'all people who are very avid music listeners go out and listen to these albums, man, that we talked about today. Um, glad that you know I could do this list. Uh, I'm gonna tell you, man. I was, I was. It was getting a little shaky. I was like you, like I was like yo. There was only yeah. like, like, like probably like up until by July. I was like yo. It's only I only got like three albums. I was like man, ain't nothing really, ain't nothing really hitting. Tough, and then. Man. It is tough. the year keep going and you're like, oh, okay, okay. So yeah, man. So fun deal, fun deal. But I will say, man, when whenever you get a chance, that's because I gotta listen to that one. I I'll go back and, and get it. But um but currency, man. Currency and alchemy, okay. Yeah, man, you gotta check that out. So man, tell the people where they can find you at, man. Um, man, you can find me everywhere, but the best place to find me, man, is on Twitter. Um, at Scoots Bronson. I got a link to in my bio. That's where you can find all the other places. Um, speaking of music, I got an album out. It's a dance album. It's called Elation. You know what I'm saying? Go to all music platforms, whatever DSP you listen to. It's definitely on there. Go check it out. Yeah, man. And y'all can also check us out together, man. Breaking down these movies, man, on Viewers Anonymous. You know what I'm saying? Yep. We just dropped uh, Bad Santa the other yes. day. So go check that out. We're doing our uh, all Christmas movies for the month of December for the second straight year. So go mm-hmm. check us out over there, man. Follow the page at ViewAnonPod on Instagram and Twitter on Facebook page. Um, it's going to be VA Podcast Watch Group page. Uh, my man put out a, um, I guess I would say a service, a public service announcement, and it seemed like one person didn't read that. Cause they still posting shit and they got nothing to do with movies, so I guess yeah, we're gonna have to man. put a restriction on them. Yeah. Um. But yeah, y'all can go follow that page. Um. Y'all can follow me at s foster eight on Instagram and on Twitter. Um. At twenty eight minutes of yeah, at twenty eight minutes or less pod. That is just on Instagram. Um. Listen, I appreciate everybody who take the time out to listen to this podcast, and um, this one went long. But it's all good. We had to get these albums out there to the world. But man, you got any last words for the people before we jump up out of here, man? Um, you know, listen, go go listen to Viewers Anonymous and go check out the Four Three every Saturday at ten a.m. on Facebook at the Four Three. Follow that page. You know, what I'm saying me S. J. D. C. E. Carter. 
you know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to E. Carter um, and the rest of the gang gang. That's it, man. Cool deal, y'all. Until the next time, man. Um, this was episode 108 of the podcast of 28 Minutes or Less. And we out. Peace.